0: Friend. It's Monica here. Monica is her podcast. Today, you and I are having coffee, and I'm sitting next to my bed. You know, at my old house, I used to talk to you from my closet, legitimately from the closet. And at this house, I am talking to you from my bedroom, most likely. And that's that. This episode was caused by a conversation that I recently had with my girlfriend's daughter, who's 11. And she shared with me about all the drama that was going on in her school. By the way, I love being an aunt, whether of these preteens or little kids that I have in Poland and England. I just love it. I have zero desire to be a mother. I am <laughs> I am way too cool. I'm way too cool for this. My kids would be wild. So therefore, I have Mimi and Benji. And those of my children. And besides that, I love being an aunt because all these conversations are from a completely different perspective and there's no parent-child relationship that's happening. And so I'm a little bit of like an older sister, a little bit of like a mom's friend, a little bit of like... It's Monica. You know what I mean. So my girlfriend's daughter was sharing with me about all the drama that's been going on in school. And she was sharing how, by the way, she's 11, how she would much rather be homeschooled because all the drama and someone being mean to her and someone else being mean to her also. And um, honestly, just a lot of school drama. Now, I remember those times and I was a loner already back then. I kept to myself, and it's funny because we didn't even have phones back then, no, I didn't, and I just still kept to myself, I don't even know, I'm like seeing with the eyes of my imagination, that's in high school, middle school, I see the hallways, and I see going from class to class, and I see doing all the things, and I just really didn't care to belong to any groups guess it's just remained the same just doing my thing through life (laughs) but anyways that's a side note so I shared with Hannah how she could deal with the girls who are mean to her and actually made a reel about this and and illustrated this with my coffee just recently on Instagram, so you might ha- might have seen it. And basically, the idea is that if someone is looking to offend you, upset you, or anger you in any way, you don't have to accept their comment. And I told hannah just the same way as I told in the real. Imagine this is just a big kaka that someone is trying to give you, and you don't have to take it. First of all, you got to realize that if they want to give it to you this is what they have inside. So that's number one. They're not a happy person. They're not a joyful person. They're not a person who is committed to anything that you want to be around. So that's number one, self-awareness thing. Number two, you don't have to accept it. Imagine it's a thing that someone is handing to you. And you can just have enough self-awareness to not get tangled with the emotions and not take it. And if an 11-year-old understood it and got it and now she's like, yes, I'm not going to be taking caca from these girls, you can too. Practice it. It takes time. It takes discipline. But it's a huge, huge power to have this skill in life. Because to move yourself through emotions fast it is to be powerful it's available to all of you it doesn't matter if you're educated or not if you are old or young if you are whatever other things you are it's available to all of you it's good to feel emotions absolutely but I'm sure you've known of someone who got stuck in their emotions and they're an angry person and they're angry everywhere they go. Or people who got stuck in being sad and now they're depressed, low energy, and that's just that. Or the people who are stuck in being mad and their entire life is mad. So you don't want to do that. This is most definitely the practice of power because when you don't know to move yourself through emotions fast when people will affect you with whatever they do they get to control you you're like a puppet if i know that i have to say xyz and you're going to be pissed off look how where's your power so if an 11 year old understood it and she's practicing now again you can too Now it's not only the negative feelings, upset, sadness, or anger that you don't wanna get stuck in. Because the truth is that if you are going to get stuck in I'm so good, I'm so good, you're also gonna get filled up. You fill up your ego like a peacock, like a rooster. And then you're gonna go around thinking you're so good, you're so good, and not stepping on the ground firmly because you're going to think you're just so amazing so those feelings it's not only about negative feelings that you want to move yourself past them you don't want to and and here as well like people can, if you are rich or famous or in one way or another well not respected but you, you get what I'm saying like rich or famous and people just fill up your ego you're so amazing, you're so great, you're so good they have an interest in it and then you get all poofed up That's that's also them controlling you. might not feel like it, but it is. So that's that. And what comes to me now is when I had a conversation actually with my friend, the mom of that 11-year-old. And we were talking about acknowledgement and how it occurred to me that people do not know how to acknowledge people. And it occurred to me because I heard her speak to the kids, saying, I'm so proud of you, or this makes me so happy. That's more of you filling up your ego. It makes me so happy. You make me so proud. What kind of acknowledgement is that? And so even if someone has a purpose and the mission, To say I'm proud is kind of a no-no because it's the client's work they did. And if you're proud, you just like filled up your ego with the work they did. I always say it and I absolutely mean it that I always give clients 100% and they have to put up their 100% to make up the 100% results. And the results are theirs, not mine. Because I can put up the 100% 70 times, and half of the times it might produce zero results. So it's not my 100% that gave the result, it's their participation. So even with a purpose of helping people, I'm so proud is a no-no to me because it's their work. Me saying I'm so proud, that would be me filling up my ego. And the better I am as a coach, and the better I am as a mentor, the more poofed up, rooster, peacock-like I would be. And that is just a no-no, because it just takes you off what you're here to do on this earth. And so I am proud, I am happy, it makes me so happy. And it was funny, because my girlfriend then asked me, well, but I often say to them, it makes me so happy. And I was like, you didn't just hear what you said, it makes me so happy. Um, you're basically filling up yourself, your ego, with the work that someone else did. You can say, I am happy for you, right? When you're acknowledging someone. That's what I said to clients. I am so happy for you. That's your result for your accomplishment. And in this place, what comes to me also is a lot of times when I correct people or coach people, um, they'll say, oh, Monica, you're so Right? And I started saying this a long time ago. I don't care to be right. I really don't. Is what I'm saying making a difference? Because I don't care to be right. Who cares if what I'm saying is right? I don't care. Is this resonating with you? Is this making you shift the way you do things or you think about things? Or is this going to shift how you behave and therefore you'll move yourself past something that was causing you grief before? Or drama or lack of results? then great, but to be right, just to be right, who cares? I mean, people with poofed-up ego, maybe, <laughs> I don't. So when you are acknowledging people, what you do want to do is acknowledge specific things in their character or behavior that produce the results, and that's what I told my girlfriend, when you're acknowledging your kids, you know, to say, I'm so proud, of course, you have good intentions. So it's not vicious, malicious, and, and terrible. But it doesn't really mean much. A, a 10 or 80-year-old kid is going to be like, I don't know what she's talking about. It doesn't mean much for them. It doesn't um, really acknowledge them at all. It's how you feel about them again. It makes me so happy. That's, again, it doesn't really give much uh, when it comes to them knowing what is it that they're being acknowledged for you can ask them And you know, what comes to me is that landmark um and that practice was so uncomfortable to me when we did it first when i did team management and leadership program at landmark for two years in new york um we would literally ask the person hey what do you want to be acknowledged for And the person would tell you, X, Y, Z. They would tell you, I wanna be acknowledged for the fact that I left work early to make the class on time, I wanna be acknowledged for the fact that I prepared blah 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 yesterday, and I wanna be acknowledged for the fact that this and this and this and this and this and And I wanna be acknowledged for my focus and diligence, and I wanna be acknowledged for whatever else. And then the person would listen, get all the things, and acknowledge the person who exactly listed all the things that they wanted to be acknowledged for. And I thought it was so stupid, but it's actually brilliant when you do that. When you are receiving something like this, of course, it's magical when someone can acknowledge you without you telling them exactly what you want to be acknowledged for, because they really know you and they're able to really get into your world. So that's another practice. And of course, not with random strangers who do a class together or program together for you know a couple of years, but it's possible as well. So that's that for today. Acknowledgement, ego, and pride. I hope this is going to leave you with something to think about. Um, I know this is not our usual chatter. I know many of you are here to do fitness and mindset and personal development, but I just really need to speak about what I'm being called to speak about the basic stuff I just don't have passion for anymore it's just too basic it's there you can scroll down talk about fitness myths you can listen about nutrition you can listen about other things also on Instagram but here we need to bring a little different conversation and so if you're here for it great if this is not for you maybe scroll down and start over from the beginning or maybe we can see each other on the training instagram where the basic stuff is but if this resonated please let me know which part and i hope that this is going to help you in your regular life daily life immediately starting right now thank you so much for being here i appreciate you